Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Hi, I'm Robert Sex Reese, host of the Dr. Sex Reese Show. And every episode, I listen to people talk about their sex and intimacy issues. And yes, I despise every minute of it. I yeah. mean, she, she made mistakes too. Right? That's I mean, true. She, she did she... kill everyone at her wedding. But hell is real. We're all trapped here. And there's nothing any of us can do about it. So join me, won't you? Listen to the Dr. Sex Reese Show every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The NFL Podcast Network is your home for all things football. Do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth? Or maybe you enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene. Do you breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football? Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each week. What if you want in-depth news coverage with reporters? Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its name? Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bowen Yang has had it with all of the anti-Asian racism. Lil Nas X is clapping back at all of the haters. And we're talking all about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier with Nora Dominic. It's March 29th, 2021. friends. I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Shiloh Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. <laughs> well, Shiloh, I can tell you're excited to be here. I'm excited you're here. I am thrilled. <laughs> Are you going around introducing yourself as a co-host of a podcast? I have. I have started doing that and it's been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm excited for people just for background. Shyla and I have been working together for what over three years at this point. Four. I feel like for my God time, um, we more than often we've changed our seating in the office around every now and then. But more often than not, we are seated next to each other or across from each other. And my God, do we have stories? Oh, my gosh. Yes. You have seen me doing what I think is normal things, but apparently they're not normal things. <laughs> <laughs> and I will bring them all up maybe once a week <laughs> and just like sprinkle in these fun facts about you. <laughs> we'll have enough to last for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Shyla eats from the Cheesecake Factory every Friday. I do. It's my favorite restaurant. I know the hostess. I mean, I would move in if I could. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so to start off the show today, we're talking about Bo and Yang addressing the rise in anti-Asian hate on Saturday Night Live. Yang appeared on the Weekend Update segment with host Colin Jost and had this to say. 
I mean, I see my friends donating and I tell them that's great, but then I also tell them do more. Like, okay, you're ordering from Chinese restaurants? Great, do more. Let me know when you feed your white kids chicken feet. Okay, you cried during Minari? Congrats, I was sobbing into my boner for Steven Yun. <laughs> do more. And like, why are you telling me that you tipped your manicurist well? Let me know when you get on your knees and scrub her feet while she looks at your phone. Do more. You're right. I, I should do that. Yeah, you should specifically. <laughs> Yang closed out his segment by telling everyone to fuel up and that because it's the year of the metal ox, we all ride at dawn for Asian American rights. I'm down for it. Like, where's my ox? Let's get on. Let's go fight. Like... He's completely right. People need to be doing more. Yeah, it is. And it's like that it, that is donating. Great first step. But there's more things you can do. A lot of people have been signing up to learn how to, when they see Asian hate IRL, how to intervene in a safe way. And, you know, that's just one example of how you can be doing more. Yeah, we uh, we all need to learn um, whatever resources we have available. It's it's really gotten out of control. Um I'm glad he said something. I, I, but I saw during the show, he was like, I shouldn't even have to say anything, which is, it's so true. Like you shouldn't, we shouldn't even be having these conversations. Um, it should just be something that shouldn't be happening at all. But still for him to use his platform to speak up, I think was important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he got three and a half minutes and on SNL. I mean, that was a big moment. But meanwhile, people are trying to criticize Lil Nas X for his new single. And he is not having it. He started by reminding parents of what Old Town Road is actually about and told viewers, I am not going to spend my entire career trying to cater to your children. That's your job. And I mean, speaking of parents, his own dad sent a text saying, live life on your terms. Very proud of you. But then he's like in fight with a governor. Like, <laughs> I don't know. As of the criticism for Montero, call me by your name isn't enough. He's feuding with South Dakota governor Christy Noam over a pair of satanic themed shoes he released with the brand Mischief. Noam tweeted that, we are in a fight for our nation over the shoes. And Nas simply responded, you're a whole governor and you're on here tweeting about some damn shoes. Do your job. <laughs> oh, he's so good at Twitter. No one should ever go up against him. No. There. Like, that just doesn't make sense. That is a losing battle. But for real, I mean, you know, Zach and I talked about this on Friday, but <laughs> this was a really brave thing for him to do. Yes, it was. As a Black queer man. This was a very brave thing for him to do. Of course, there was going to be, you know, there was going to be some religious backlash because of, you know, Satan, lap dance on Satan. And it's like, which I thought was the coolest, queerest, funniest, bravest thing ever. And then you've got people who are like, we are in a fight for our nation. <laughs> like, it's, it's one artist, it's one music video. Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Don't we have bigger things to be worrying about? Like, I just, you know... I don't know. Everyone needs to just stay in their lane. I really feel like he, like you said, this is something that's huge for him personally. It's huge for queer kids who are seeing him and who look up to him. And I mean, why would anyone have a problem with this? I don't know. I listened to the song. I watched the video. I love it. I want a full two-hour movie about it. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I think it's fun. I, I don't understand. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but... Everyone, in addition to the Lil Nas X stuff, has been talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'll admit, I haven't watched it yet. Have you watched it yet? <laughs> okay, no, I haven't watched it yet, but I think we have a really good excuse. And it's that WandaVision just ended. And I need a moment to just, you know, pull myself together. But 
but but but I'm definitely gonna watch it and I think it's because I need more I need more background on it you know I haven't seen all the Marvel movies but yet I consider myself to be a big Marvel fan because I do love the movies and the TV shows when I actually see them so we have our very own BuzzFeed TV editor and general Marvel expert Nora Dominic here to join us and I cannot wait to hear what she has to say Hi, Nora. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course. Okay, so first of all, we know how much you loved WandaVision. I loved WandaVision, but you really loved WandaVision. Uh, An understatement, but yes. (laughs) Yeah, yes. She, okay, if anyone doesn't know and they do want to know some like just really cool Easter eggs, every week Nora wrote this amazing post of like basically like everything that was hidden or that you might have missed, theories and stuff. And I read it every week and pretended like I was the smartest Marvel person in the world. Okay, so, but my question is, do you love Falcon and the Winter Soldier as much? I'm enjoying it. I was telling Jen this, that I'm enjoying not, like, utterly having a meltdown every week. Like, it's it's really enjoyable to just be, like, enjoying a fun Marvel show. So I'm enjoying it. WandaVision's definitely, like, my favorite, one of my favorite Marvel things of all time. But, like, this is, it's been fun. It's been great. And it's fun that all of a sudden we're just in this world where we get Marvel. Yeah, exactly. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, okay. Anyone that follows you on Twitter can follow your TV fixations in real time. And lately you've posted a few memes comparing the Winter Soldier, aka Bucky Barnes, to Wanda. What are the similarities you see there? Um, I like to think of my favorite Marvel characters as that meme where it's like a cinnamon roll, but could actually kill you. And like, that's literally Wanda and Bucky for me. Um, (laughs) But I think it's interesting that they pulled these two, like Captain America, America characters to really explore their like grief and the TV show is like absolutely perfect format for that because it's not all happening in one episode like one movie like it's really they're able to explore it a lot more so I think there's a lot of Bucky and Wanda comparisons in that you know sense well I mean you already started touching on it so let's just jump into the plot of the show we've got a new Captain America he's played by Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son Wyatt we're dealing with this anarchist group that wants to end all national borders do we have a sense of who the true big bad is for this season yet? Yeah, so definitely that anarchist group is going to be super important. Um, and then as characters kind of emerge from that, it'll be really interesting to see. We met Carly in the last um, episode, and she's actually a gender swap of this really important Captain America villain from the comics. Um, so everything about that is going to become super important, and it'll just be fleshed out more as the season goes, I would think. Mm. Okay, so for someone who has not seen a trailer, has maybe not seen the Captain America movies. Who's to say? In two sentences, could you tell me what's happening in this TV show? Yes. Um, so, you know, it's after Endgame. We're all chilling. No, um, everything's okay, great. Okay. Um, hey, I was following it. I was like, okay, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's basically Bucky and Sam. And it's, um, I guess the real logline of it is like Sam coming to terms with the fact that like Captain America gave him that shield at the end um, and him you know, kind of realizing the weight of that. And then Bucky as well. This is really the first time we've seen him like unbrainwashed and unlike a villain. Um, and so he's really kind of coming to terms with things he's done in the past and like how he can, you know, move forward and be the man Steve always thought he could be. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't even know all these characters. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back to talk even more about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
Achieve It, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat-burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hello, hello. Hey, I don't know if you heard, but my podcast, Checking It, has been nominated for the NAACP Image Award in the category of Outstanding Lifestyle and Self-Help Podcast. I'm grateful for the nomination. I, I almost didn't even do a podcast because I was just wondering, there are thousands of podcasts out there and why is my voice needed? But a nomination from the NAACP lets me know that um, I made the right choice. And I encourage you to do, don't worry if there are thousands of something out that you want to do. No, Nobody has your sauce. So listen, you can still vote. Go to vote.naacpimageawards.net. You have until February 5th, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And please listen to my podcast. We're a part of the Black Effect Podcast Network on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for checking in. Open to all teams and players, the NFL's Inspire Change Initiative acknowledges the ways that systemic racism contributes to barriers to opportunity and equality and focuses on ongoing efforts on creating progress in the areas of education, economic advancement, community and police relations, and criminal justice reform. To learn more about the NFL's commitment to ensuring a more equal and just future, text NFLIC to 635-635. It takes all of us to advance social justice. Welcome back. We're talking with Nora Dominic about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The major development in episode two happened when we're introduced to America's first black super soldier, Isaiah Bradley. What do we know about him? Yeah, so that's a character taken directly from the comics. And it was one of those moments where that I had during WandaVision where I was just like freaking out when they like finally introduced this character. Um, basically, his comic book backstory is he is one of like 300 black soldiers that were tested on. They basically wanted to try to recreate the super soldier serum they had given Steve. Um, and he's really one of the few that survived. And in the comics, he ends up, you know, taking the Captain America mantle and like going to fight in World War II. Um, and then America really turns on him and puts him in prison for treason and for taking that mantle. So it's a really heartbreaking kind of saga. And so it's really interesting that they've brought him to life in this show as well. Yeah. How much of that full story do you think that we're going to be that we're going to see? I think we're series? getting we're getting touched on it. Like Isaiah mentions, like he went to prison. Um, he doesn't say why. But I really love the juxtaposition of what Sam is kind of going through. And Sam even says it in this episode where he's like, I wish I had known about him. And like having a black superhero would have been so important to me. So I think it's very cool how they're, you know, using Isaiah's backstory to juxtapose what Sam is kind of going through right now. And I mean, I haven't read the comics myself, but I mean, I think I definitely know a little bit more than Casey does. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but it seems like this is going to be a plot point that'll lay out the Falcon's arc throughout the entire series. Um, you know, Anthony Mackie said of his character, there's a lot of trepidation as far as like, how does a black man represent a country that does not represent him? Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because like I was saying, like, 
he's really been the main, I mean, besides like Black Panther, he's been one of the main black superheroes in the MCU. And I think Sam is really feeling the weight of that. And not only the Captain America mantle and what that represents, but now having to be, you know, somebody that he looks like there's even a moment in episode two where like the cops surround Bucky and Sam and Sam has that moment of like, of course this is happening and Bucky's, you know, has to explain who he is. And so like Mackie was saying, it's like very interesting because he's trying to fight for a country that hasn't always accepted him. And now that Isaiah has come in, he realizes it's been going on for years. Um, and it's something he didn't know about. Okay. So because I love hearing you talk about theories and cameos, etc. The showrunner has teased a major cameo in episode five. Do you have any idea who that may be? Listen, I'm still not over Paul Bettany teasing himself as the guest star. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I came in here with these lofty ideas for WandaVision that like Benedict Cumberbatch is going to pop up and nothing panned out. I mean, in my dream scenario, we'd get to see you know, Chris Evans, like an old Chris Evans again. There were all these theories when the season started that episode one of Falcon and the Winter Soldier was going to be Steve's funeral and like, we'll have found out he has died and we didn't get that. And they've, they haven't even alluded to like him being gone. We just know he's not Captain America anymore. So in theory, I would think they'd close out his story in some way and have some finality to that kind of like they did with Iron Man. But I honestly have no idea and I'm going to be freaking out whoever it is or watch to just be like Paul Bettany again. Who knows? <laughs> yes. I mean, just you saying that, like, I want to see Chris Evans, but also, like, I don't want his funeral. Yes. So, like, I will be devastated. Yeah. I'm like, you can keep it. Uh, you can keep it. I don't need to see it. This is fine. And we'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, whether it's him or not, like, we, we think we might also see Isaiah Bradley's grandson who we think might have a major role in future Marvel projects. What is, what is that? Tell me more. Yeah, so my theory right now is we met him in episode two, and he's the little kid that opened the kid, the teenager that opened the door to Isaiah's house. But in the comics, Isaiah's grandson is Eli, and he goes by Patriot, and he's part of the Young Avengers. Um, so he, you know, becomes a superhero in his own right. And if that is indeed Eli, and we are seeing that, it's actually going to be massive for the MCU going forward because we'll have met almost every member of the Young Avengers at some point during this next phase. So we've met Billy and Tommy in WandaVision. Oh. <laughs> we met Billy and Tommy. I, I, I don't know what is wrong with me. I literally want to start crying right now. Why is this making me emotional? I haven't even I haven't even seen all the Marvel movies. Who are my absolute favorite Young Avengers. No surprise there because I live and die for Wanda. Um, and then we've met Cassie Lang um, in Ant-Man and uh-huh. she'll be in the uh-huh. next movie. Um, and then we're going to meet Kate Bishop, Haley Steinfeld in Hawkeye. And then we're going to meet America Chavez in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And I'm going with We've Met Eli. So they've subtly assembled what becomes the Young Avengers. And Kevin Feige has been really, you know, tight-lipped about it and kind of dodging the question. But at this point, they're all lining up and there's no way that that's not going to occur somewhere down the line. All I hear you saying is that I'm old and that my (laughs) Avengers are gone now. That's all I hear. We now have the teenagers. We've moved on. You know, we still got in the comics. It's interesting, though, because like Steve is a big part of the Young Avengers and like training them and like 
Wanda of is, obviously, he is. Yeah. And like <laughs> Wanda is absolutely massive because like Billy and Tommy and she's like a surrogate mother to these children. So we're just like really running with Elizabeth Olsen at this point and the Young Avengers. And I'm super excited. Are there any other links just to the MCU as a whole that you've seen that we need to keep an eye out for? Um, not that I've seen yet, but the showrunner for Falcon and the Winter Soldier did an interview and said that Falcon and the Winter Soldier will link to three or more upcoming Marvel projects. He oh literally couldn't talk about it yet. So, you know, WandaVision links to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That was one project I had to deal with. So now my brain is like utterly spinning that there could be three or more. And this was supposed to be the first Disney Plus series. Um, WandaVision was supposed to come after it. Mm -hmm. So I have a feeling there's going to be a lot more setup for, you know, future things. I'm also wondering, because like Black Widow was supposed to come out before this. So I'm wondering if there's anything they had to, you know, rework or if we're going to get some Black Widow-y teases that we haven't actually seen that movie yet. So it'll be interesting gosh so much tv so little time i'm gonna have to like watch it all in order um but (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for joining us and for talking to us about falcon and the winter soldier and i'm sure i will be reaching out with a million questions (laughs) of course thank you guys so much all right that's it for today come back and join us tomorrow and remember you already know i'm treating myself to cheesecake factory on friday to congratulate myself for being a podcast host (laughs) Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed coming to you daily. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. And now that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. Conquer your New Year's resolutions with the Before Breakfast podcast. In each bite-sized daily episode, you'll learn how to make the most of your time with practical tools to help you feel less busy and get more done. Listen to Before Breakfast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.